Shalom to all. Today's office Ksubas Aflam and Tess, we are starting the 19th line, the second to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam Sar, Basav Yaakov, Misha, Hernasham Shadav and Aliyah, El Ilu Nishmas, Mars, Freyd Chai, Bela, Basav Yislak Tzvi, Hernasham Shadav and Aliyah. And the Gemara says, Bamine Rava Mabai, Rava asked to buy the following question. Baalev and his Arsa Mahu. Let's say he was Bailer, which means he was Ma'anisar, and then she got engaged. What's the halacha? Armel, he told him, Miksev and Osan Lavia, Naira, Asher, Loya, Rusa. Does it say he shall give the Knas to the father of the Naira who is not currently engaged? It doesn't say that. So it doesn't make a difference that she's currently engaged. As long as he was Ma'anis her before she was engaged, so what if she's engaged right now? He still has to pay her father the Kanas. So Rafa continues asking Abayu, according to what you're saying, Hadatanya, that which the Braiser says, Ba'alevanises, if he was Ma'anis her and then she got married, La'atzma, so he has to pay the Kanas to her and not to the father. Why don't we say, Does it say that he gives it to the father of Naira, which isn't currently married? It doesn't say that, which means, according to you, Abaye, even though she's currently married, he should have to pay her father the Kanas and not her. So he answered, No, Hachi Hasha, is that really so? Hasam over there in the case where she got married, since when she becomes a Bagaris. Now she's out of the Rishos of her father, she's completely in her own Rishos. And so too, when she gets married, she's completely out of the Rishos of her father. So we'll compare the two. Ma Bagras, just like in the state of Bagras. Baal Lehel, let's say he was Baal her, he was Ma'anisar when she was a Naira. Ubagra, and then she became a Bagaris. La'atma, the Kanas gets paid to her. Av Nisuin, Baal Lev, and Isai, La'atma. So too, when we're talking about Nisuin, if he was Ma'anisar when she was a Naira, and then she got married, so he has to pay her. El Ayerson, but if we're talking about where she underwent Ayerson, after she was Nanas, does she completely leave her father's Rishos? Hatanan, we have a very clear mission that says, Naira Hamurasa of And Naira, who's engaged, her father and husband are made for her Nadarim. They're able to annul her vows. So we see that Naira Murasa has not completely left her father's Rishos. And therefore, even though she got engaged after she was Nanas, the payment goes to her father and not to her. And now the Mishnah moves on to talk about both Pitui and Ines. The Mishnah says, Hamifate, if he was Mafata her, he seduced her. He has to make three payments. If he was Ma'anis her, he violated her, Arba, he has to make four payments. Hamafata, in a case of Pitoy, Noisin Baishas Pegam Knas. He has to pay for Baishas for her embarrassment. Pegam is her depreciation in value. And Knas, we've been talking about that. Masval of Ines, Ines has to add on another payment. Shunaisin Asatsar, he also has to pay for the pain that she underwent. The mission now gives us a little bit of a list. Ma bin Ines Lamafata, what are a few differences between Ines and Mafata? Ines, Noisin Asatsar, Vamafata, Ainu Noisin Asatsar. Ines has to pay for Tsar, and Mafata does not have to pay for Tsar. Ines, Noisin Miyad, Vamafata Lachshiyatzi. Ines has to make the Kanas payment right away, and Mafata only has to pay Lich Shiyotzi when he divorces her, and the Gemara is going to discuss what exactly that means. Ha'ines, Shaisabatzitzai, one who's Ma'anis, a woman, he has to drink from his own pot. In Atzitz is a flower pot or a pot, so he has to drink from his own pot, and we're going to explain what that means momentarily. Ma'amafata, Imratzel Haitzi, Maitzi. But in case of Pitoi, if he wants to send her out, he could send her out. The mission now says, Ketzat Shaisabatzitzai, what does that mean? He has to drink from his own pot in the case of Ines. Afilu Hichigaris, even if she's lame. Afilu Hisuma, even if she was blind. Afilu Himukashchen, even if she's a Mukashchen, he still has to marry her. The Torah tells us, Isha, he has a chiv to marry her no matter how she looks or what her issues are. However, Nimsabadvar Erva, if she has Dvar Erva in her, Aisha in Rui Lava Bisrael, or she's not mother to marry into Kalai Israel, and Rashalakaima, he's not allowed to remain married to her, Shanara, because the Pasuk says, Isha, and she shall be as a wife to him. What do we learn from here? Isha Haruilai, she has to be fitting for him. And if she's not fitting for him, so then he's not allowed to stay married to her. The Gemara starts out by asking Tsar Demai, what exactly is this Tsar payment that someone who was Ma'anis a woman has to pay her? What type of pain did she undergo? he says, Tsar Shachavta is that Tsar that he threw her on the ground? She hit herself on the ground. When he threw her on the ground, he has to pay her for that Tsar. But now we say, Maskalar Abzer, Abzer asked the following question Al if that's really so, Let's say he threw her on clothing, so she didn't have any pain. Does that mean that he's Potter from that payment? And Vachitim, if you want to tell me, that's so, that he doesn't have to pay her the payment. That's not true because Vatanya Rabshim Barihuda, I am Mishum Rabshimin, Rabshim Barihuda said in the name of Rabshimin, Oynes, Ain Mishalam is Hatsar. If he's Ma'anisar, he does not have to pay for the Tsar. Because she's Potter from that payment. 
because she's going to end up undergoing this tire when she's with her husband anyway. And Amrulai the Cham told him, There's no comparison to a woman who is Neville Ba'inus. She was forced, or if she does Baratzain. Now we see from what Reb Shem Ben Yehuda said in the name of Reb Shimon, that he doesn't have to pair a tsar when he's Ma'anus her because she's going to end up having that tsar when she's married anyway. It can't be that the tsar that we're talking about is that she's going to end up getting thrown on the floor because does that mean that every husband throws his wife on the floor? So it can't be that that's the tsar we're talking about. The Gemara tells us, you're right, Elam Rav Nachman Tsar shall It's a tsar that she had to spread her feet. And there's some sort of element of tsar when she had to do that. And Vachainu Emer also says in the Pasuk, you spread your legs for all the people that passed. The Gemara asks Yahachia if that's really so, and that's the tsar that she underwent. So Mufutah Nami, even when she was in Mufutah, when she was seduced, he also should have to pay her for that tsar because she also had tsar pisa graglaim. So Amrav Nachman Amr Rabaravua, he answers, Mashal to Mufutah Lamadavardaima, what's the mashal to a woman who was seduced? To a person who told his friend, You can tear my clothing and you'll be putter. So the same way that when Ruvain tells Shimon, you're allowed to tear my clothing and you're putter, even though Shimon's ruining Ruvain's clothing, so too, when she allows herself to be seduced, it's like she's telling him, you're allowed to cause me pain and you don't have to pay for that. The Gemara asks, Shelly, is it like she's saying, tear my clothing, you're allowed to hurt me and you don't have to pay me? How could you say that? The payment belongs to her father. She can't say, you're allowed to hurt me and not pay me. The payment doesn't go to her, it goes to her father. So Gemara says, right, The wise ones among the women say, if she was seduced, she doesn't have tsar. As the Gemara of Hakkachazina de Isla, we know that when a woman has tashmish, she does have tsar. So why in the case of Mefutah does he not have to pay her? So the answer is no, that when the tashmish was consensual, there's very little tsar. Yes, there might be tsar, however, it's very little, and that she's definitely Michalan, and that's okay. And how much tsar is there? Amr Abai, he says, Amr Li Aim, mother told me. Remember, every time Abai quotes his mother, it's not his mother, it's his nursemaid that raised him. What's the pain that a woman has during tashmish? It's like hot water being poured on the head of a bald person. Rav Amr, he says, Amrli Basar Chizda, the daughter of Chizda, who was his wife, told me, Ki rivde de kusilta, it's like the puncture of the bloodletter's knife, it hurts a little bit, but not really so much. Rav Papa Amr, Rav Papa said, Amrli Basar of Abasura, the daughter of Abasura, told me, that's his wife, Kinama Kusha Bechenchi, it feels like hard bread rubbing on the palate, a little bit painful, but not so painful. And the Mishnah said, Ha'inus nice miyad, Ha'inus has to pay the payment right away, but in the case of Pito, it's only once he divorces her. The Gemara asks, when he divorces her, Ishtahi, is she his wife? She's not even his wife. What does that mean? That Mefata has to pay the payment once he divorced her. He never married her. So Amr Abai, he explains, Amo, what we should really say in the Mishnah is, if he decides not to marry this woman whom he was Mefata, so then he has to pay her this payment. And Ta'inami Hach, we have a Brazil just like that, even though they said, then in the case of Pitoi, he has to pay the Knas when he decides not to marry her, he still has to make the Baishas and Bekam payments right away. Whether it's a case of Ainus or Pitoi, whether her or her father, they're allowed to withhold. Both her and her father are allowed to say, I don't want to marry this guy or I don't want my daughter to marry this fellow. But now the more analyzes, we understand the case of Pitoi. Ksivit says in the Pasuk, if her father shall hold back and decide that he doesn't want his daughter to marry this man who was Mephata her. So the father's allowed to put a stop to this marriage. I only know that her father is able to do so based off of the Pasuk. He asked me nine, how do we know that she's able to say, I don't want to marry him? Because the Pasuk says, it's a double lashain, either which way, both her and her father are able to say, no marriage is going to happen with this fellow. But in the case of Aynas, we understand that she's able to say, I don't want to marry him. Ksiv it says in the Pasuk, and to him she shall be a wife. What do we learn from here? That the Ma'anes, the man, is only allowed to marry her if she agrees. But how do we know her father is able to say, I don't want my daughter? 
daughter to marry this man who was Ma'anes her. So Amrabai, he answers, Nisgar. We don't want the chayte, the sinner, to be able to gain, and therefore the father is also able to put a stop on the marriage. What does that mean, we don't want the chayte to be Nisgar? So if he was never Ma'anes her, and he wanted to marry her, but the father didn't want, he most definitely could prevent this marriage. So it can't be that after this fellow didn't Avera by being Ma'anes her, he all of a sudden gains that now he's allowed to marry her against her father's will. Therefore, it must be that even with Oynes, although we don't have a pasuk, the father still has the right to refuse him the right to marry her. Now Rav Amr, he tells us, it's a simple Kavachimer. In the case of Pitoy, he was only over Aldas, her father. Her father probably didn't want this to happen, but she agreed to it because it's the case of Pitoy. Even so, both her and her father are able to say no marriage. In the case of Oynes, when he was Ma'anis her, the Ma'anis was over on her das and on her father's das. Like Kol Shekain, for sure both of them were able to put a stop to the marriage. Now Rav doesn't say like Abayi Svaro, given the Kamishalim Kinas, because since bottom line, he's going to end up paying the Kinas, whether or not he marries her, this is not a case of even if he ends up marrying her against her father's will, he still had to pay the Kinas, so he's not gaining. And Abayi Lohamak Rav, Abayi doesn't say like Rav, because we could always say the following Svaro, in the case of Pitoy, the fellow that did the seducing, if he decides that he doesn't want to marry her, he's able to say that he doesn't want to marry her, so too the father also could be Ma'akev. But Aynes, the Ihu Loimatz Ma'akev, in the case of Aynes, the Ma'anis himself is not able to say he doesn't want to marry this girl, so via Nami Loimatz Ma'akev, we could also say that the father is also not able to be Ma'akev. So therefore, Abai has his own Svara. And Tani Idikh, we have another bride, so Afapisha Amru Aynes Nais and Miyad, even though they said that in the case of Aynes, he has to pay the Kanas right away, Kishyatsi, who, when he divorces her, Ainla all of Klum, she doesn't have any Tainus on him, which means eventually when he divorces her, she's not able to say, pay me a ksuba. He already paid the knas. The knas is in place of her ksuba. The Gemara is holding one second. Kashiyati, when he divorces her, mimati mapikla, is he allowed to divorce her? The Pasuk says, she's a wife to him and he's never allowed to send her out. He's never allowed to divorce her. So what does that mean? When he divorces her, she doesn't get a ksuba. He's not allowed to divorce her. So the Gemara answers, Emo, what we really should say is Kashiyati, he, when she gets herself sent out, which means when she asks for a get, then, she's not able to have any tainas on him, she's not able to say, now you have to give me a ksuba, he already made the knas payment, that's in place of her ksuba. The Brasa continues, mace, let's say he dies, her money of knas counts as her ksuba, and therefore she does not get a ksuba. He says, she does get a hundred, she does get one money for her ksuba. The Gemara asks, what exactly is the is over here? We answer, why is it the Rabbanan say that a regular woman gets a ksuba, so it's not easy for him to divorce her. If she doesn't have a ksuba, it's very easy to divorce her. If he doesn't have to pay her anything, so the slightest grievance is going to get him to divorce her. Vaha, but this man who is Ma'anis her, he's not allowed to divorce her anyway, so there's no reason why he has to give her a ksuba. He's going to make her so much sugar, he's going to cause her so much aggravation that she's going to end up saying, I don't want to be married to you anymore, and therefore he still has a way of divorcing her. He basically makes her sugar enough that she says, I want out, and if you're going to tell me that he doesn't have to pay her a ksuba, so he's going to do this and he's going to get away with not paying her a ksuba, therefore Rabbi Yisrael Behuda says that she gets a ksuba just like every woman who's a ba'ula. And continue to explain the Mishnah, we had said, Aynas Shaysabatzitzai, and Aynas, he has to drink from his pot. Armalei Ravam Parzakula Ravashi, Mechti, let's see, make him a garmi ma'adadi, we learn Aynas from Mafatim and Mafatim from Aynas. As we had learned yesterday, the fact that the Kanas is 50 shkalim is because of a combination limit between Aynas and Mafatim. So therefore, Memam and Alpha on top, Laha Milsanami Legumru Me'adadi. In regards to being Shaysabatzitzai, we should learn the same thing from each other, and in the case of Pitui also, he should have to stick with her whether or not he likes her. So my answer is no, Amr Kro, the Pasuk says, Mahar Yimareno what does the word loy leisha tell us? Loy midaitai. It has to be according to his consent. And therefore, in the case of Mafate, if he decides that he doesn't like her for whatever reason, he doesn't have to marry her if he doesn't want to. And the Mishnah had said, and we had concluded by saying that if he had found in her a dvar erva or she's usher love 
Bakal, so then he's not allowed to marry her. Now, Omar of Khan, Rav Khan, said, I asked the following thing to Rav Zid for Nardal. Why don't we say that the Asay, that he has to marry her, comes and is Daicha the Loisa say that he's not allowed to marry her because she's Asr Lava Bakal? We know that in a standard case, Asay is Daicha Loisa say, you should do something, is Daicha or don't do something if they come together. And Amr Lee, he, Rav Zid for Nardal, told me, says Rav Khan, when do we say that Nasay comes along and his Daicha pushes away a Loisa say, Mila Bitsaras? Like when we have to do Bris Mila, but we have Tsaras on it. We know that there's an Isr Lav to cut off Tsaras on the skin. But let's say on the Maka Mila, there's Tsaras. So over there, the mitzvah of Mila is going to be Daicha, the Isr of cutting off Tsaras. Why is that? It's impossible to be Makayim the Asay without being Avi the Lais Asay. So then, the Asay is Daicha the Lais Asay. But over here, let's say she says, I don't want to marry this guy. Is there even an Asay at all? There won't be an Asay at all that he has to marry her if she says, I don't want to marry you. So in such a scenario where he was Ma'anis, a woman who's Asr Lava Bakahal, we teach her to say that she doesn't want to marry him, then there's no Asay, so therefore we're not able to say that the Asay should be the Chalalais Asay. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.